0: welcome to episode four this is episode four wow that, went, know. that, went, that went fast kind of <laughs> uh, yeah i mean now we're going fast i know now we're cooking with gas
1: well, yeah, I mean, and there's still going to be some kinks to figure out. Like, for instance, we're going to um, so basically the style of today's podcast. We'll see how it goes. Is I bring a topic, or Stephanie brings a topic, one of us, and the other person doesn't know what it is. So it'll be a little yeah. bit interview style, like surprise. Um, so my topic for today is best return on upgrades. What is? Oh my god, is that a good one? You know? I mean, it's a good one. Yeah, no, it's a great one. Okay, I'm um, going to pretend to be a client to say, "Hey, wow. where am I going to have the biggest return on my on my upgrades? Like, where should I start? Is it kitchen? Is it finishing the basement?" Okay, Th- there's a lot to think about here. <laughs> I know uh, we've been on a. I we've
0: been. I've had a busy day. <laughs> I've been in back to back showings, so hopefully my brain is all intact. But I'm going to do my best to. Um, give a good interview to this new client of mine that I'm I'm picking up right now. Um, Okay, if a client, let's say I'm touring somebody's house and it hasn't been updated since it was built and it's like an 09 build, let's call it what are the things that I'm looking for that we can update for biggest bang for our buck to sell?
1: Yes, resale value because full disclaimer here really quick, this a lot of these answers are going to depend on how long you plan on staying in your house, right?
0: A hundred percent. Okay. A hundred percent. We all know the easy answer when somebody's moving into a house and they're going to live there, the biggest bang they're going to, the biggest bang for buck, of what they're gonna get. We all know it's kitchen and baths. Yep. Uh, kitchen and baths sell houses. It is what it is, that's not news. But if we're going into a house and we wanna update it just to sell, these are the simple things I often try to think about. Paint goes a super long way. It really does. Like a super long way. Um. So I'm gonna be looking at, okay, are th- is the trim, that 90s trim that was still being done in the early 2000s, that sort of thing that and the doors right a lot of times i think okay we maybe we'll get a quote on painting the trim and doors you know we could spray those down countertops swap countertops and another lower ticket item as far as price goes that i often try to update is light fixtures yeah sometimes just the light fixtures make a paint and light fixtures make a huge difference right but if we're doing like an overall let's pretend our home is updated we might even paint some cabinets. We might
1: yes, yeah, switch out some cabinet hardware,
0: mm-hmm. even just like those little things, um, cabinet so hardware, light fixtures, paint, paint, countertops.
1: Cleaning service, I can't tell you how oh, yeah. how far a clean house goes. It can be every bit of outdated, but if it if you walk in and it's clean, that's the first thing I say to my clients is like, "Wow, this is nice and clean."
0: Huge. I think it, you were so right. The amount of times I've been on showings where we Walk into a house and it's dirty, and we literally walk out. Yes, I, I have. I don't have enough fingers and toes to count because people are grossed out by feeling like they're living in somebody else's filth, even though they know, like, common sense tells them the same thing with paint. Like they know that they can get that clean, but just being in there and it's smelling like dog or there being fur everywhere and just like.
1: and i think to me when there's a dirty house like i can't help but think like how do they maintain everything else that we Mm -hmm. can't see like that's always a big you know big red flag to me in that sense like if they live this way on the surface chances are they're not you know cleaning out their air filters or getting their their, that is a super good point a lot uh, the game of real estate is so
0: psychological it is and you know as sellers and buyers have to understand that they have to rise above and be prepared for the psychological warfare we we know how it goes but um i mean yeah i think those are. so what if you were a
1: client who just purchased your first starter home like within the past couple years and you're like okay i'm gonna be selling in five to ten years i don't want to over improve Mm -hmm. i still want to make money um you know like there's what are things that you would say home renovation if someone wanted to do a project once a year would you say like, okay, these are the things that you should, you know, this is a big one, splurge on this one, or things that you can kind of do on a budget?
0: Well, I don't know if this is necessarily exact for budget purposes, but I often tell clients when they're moving into a new house that they want to make renovations, the very first thing they should do before they move in is the floors. Like very first thing. Because if they're refinishing them, um, you know, the Yeah, that makes the
1: process easier.
0: ...is... A huge pain in the keister and moving furniture and this and that so if you can wait to move in to do your floors first that that is the first thing I would do
1: yeah no that's
0: really smart I mean that's basically it and I mean uh, when we we renovated our house in 2012 actually um when we moved in and it was like hideous on the inside. It was a foreclosure. It was, I, I hated it. I could not believe that we were buying it, but my brother-in-law, shout out Rick Campbell, um, was like, no, this is the layout you want. This is, he's a he's a builder, developer, contractor. So um, he kind of talked us into it and he was 100% right. It was the layout we wanted. He was able to visualize what it could be for us, which was awesome um, because at that time I had no idea what we were doing. Um, and we basically what we did before we moved in was all the floors with the wood floors i should say um we painted and we redid the kitchen and our primary bath and then we left everything else for down the road
1: yeah and those things also too like you bought in a great neighborhood and you had a you bought for a great price and you had room because that's another thing I tell my clients too if you're the most expensive house in the neighborhood you and you're going to be wanting to sell in the next 5 years you do need to watch how much you spend on any type of renovations because your neighbors you got to keep in mind that your neighbors are ultimately going to help determine your list price down the road and yes. your neighbors don't care if you put 40 grand into your backyard if it's if if it's not there and i think that's a
0: really before doing major renovation on your house
1: it is a good idea to look at your comparables meaning meaning text I, us and ask us like yeah. hey like how much room do i have in improving my house basically because y- you want to you want to see what your neighbors are selling for like i said if you don't want to be the most expensive neighborhood or house in the neighborhood right exactly what about you Callie what do you think anything <laughs>
0: <laughs> am i not supposed to turn it on no, you no you could do whatever you want
1: <laughs> um I always think, I don't know, something about the type of house too, like if if you want to do like back to, if you want to do a project a year, if you were just little by little one to chomp away at the bits of updating your house, um, what would you say is your wow factor on your house and why you bought it? Like, do you love the backyard? Maybe you should put a brick paper patio in versus doing your cabinets in your kitchen. Like, I think like whatever's a really big highlight to your house that people would really value for, you know, a future buyer. I think when of we, thing? I mean, m- the bulk of our renovation was
0: done in 2012. And so the most recent part that we renovated is going to be our basement. You know, and I think there is a lot of, uh, and again, basements, basements are tricky. is a good one. Yeah, because it's a great bas- area. Basements are tricky because what you put in isn't necessarily what you're going to get out. But a, a lot of times, and I tell my clients this, is sometimes when you're thinking about making an investment in your home, it doesn't always mean dollars and cents and an exact amount it sometimes uh means that wow factor that's going to make your house 20 times more marketable than another house you know and again that's much more applicable when we have more inventory when we're competing with a lot of other houses right totally so um that's something to think about too. Your house is almost like a brand when you go to sell it. And what is going to make your house more marketable than your competitors?
1: Another gray area, which is honestly, in my opinion, an opinion. Do, in your opinion, do pools add value? I think since COVID they have. But prior to that,
0: um, I didn't think they added that much.
1: Yeah. I think it honestly depends on how it's done. I think if it's just... I think if it's like a backyard oasis resort type, you know, you have like, but other than that, I don't think it adds too much value. I mean, at least through an appraiser's eye, right? I have heard that appraisers are adding quite a bit of value to them now, literally since wow. Yeah. I,
0: I heard there was two things that I, I can't think of the other off the top of my head, but. Um, and somebody told me this in Indiana, so I really c- we couldn't tell totally you. You should totally have an appraiser on here. I
1: know one. Mm. Uh, yes. Yeah. His name Good is Bob. idea. <laughs> Bob, the appraiser. I got to know him really well like two years ago when my um, brother and sister in law's house appraised low and him and I talked for it sometime. He never. Well, he that's, never tra- that's nice. <laughs> Some
0: appraisers won't even chat with you. But yeah. um, so I think they do add value now, I believe. But I will tell you that I have had clients that are like, if I buy a house with a pool, I'm f- filling it in. So right. probably about 30% of people don't want pools.
1: It's so preference because I think, yeah. yeah, either either they really want them or they want nothing to do with them. Usually the people who want nothing to do with them have had one before and they're a lot of work. Yeah. But they're a really big perk to have too. Um, so, okay, I think that that sums up. Obviously, kitchen and baths is the obvious, you know, biggest. Yeah, but return. I think the, the
0: things that people don't pay attention to, like you said, the getting it professionally cleaned is oh, a gosh. huge, important factor when you're going to sell. Um, but I think trim, doors, paint,
1: light fixtures, light
0: fixtures, countertops, cabinets, like all those. And a lot of the things we're saying is paint related. Paint can go so paint can long.
1: go, yeah. And I also hear from you know when I talk to my sellers, like, should we paint? Does the new buyer want to come in and paint? I think pretty much ninety five percent of the time, if the seller paints a neutral color prior to listing and that that paint is still fresh when the buy, they're not going to want to repaint over it.
0: No, and like, it's one less thing that they have to do. Absolutely. You're removing a hurdle. The the more hurdles you can remove, the more doubt you can remove, the more likely your home is to sell. You know, it's just another step that they have to go through. Same thing with a cleaning. It's your – remove that step for them, you know. And I think bang for your buck in the cheapest ways and maybe in this order probably is cleaning, one. Yep. Light fixtures. Yeah. And – paint, are probably equal depending on how much painting you're doing, hardware on cabinets, then you can start to get a little bit pricier where maybe you're going to refinish the cabinets, then yep. maybe you're going to redo the quartz countertops, yep. and then we're going to look at uh, trim colors too.
1: Yes, absolutely. So, uh, and yeah, another key takeaway is just to always have a hold on what your neighbor's activity is like yes always know what's going on in your neighborhood we can actually i have i have clients that are set up on the auto cmas that basically you're notified anytime a house around you is you know on the market or closed or anything and it's just a good way to kind of just stay ahead of your market even if you're not planning on you know selling in the near future you always want to know what's going on around you yeah amen there you have it that's a wrap see you at episode five